Nice. Right on. Are you going to the awards and all that? Uh, they made you wear a mask. They made you wear a mask at classes? No, not in my class. Oh, yeah. Nice. You're technically supposed to, but the teacher I have is real chill, so she just lets us come out. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Are we ready? No. He black. We're trying to keep it on time. <laughs> Anybody listen to the Anchor Baby show this, yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how was it? I don't miss it no more. It was good. I like the intro. It was really fun. Yeah. You say you don't. Some people think we shouldn't call him an anchor baby. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and Hake will uh, get your questions or comment and give them to me. Uh, Hake, so thank you. And thank you all for coming. Amazing. Um, Anybody here for the first time? Oh, cool. Nice. Amazing. So tell me your name and how did you hear about us? Um, <clears throat> Take the mic down. Yeah. My name's Ella. My boyfriend, Connor, found you guys on the internet. And we're from... So you what now? We're from USC, the college, and so we're looking for a new church, and my friend found it. Oh, nice. Have you watched any of the shows or anything yet? We watched one last week. Oh, yeah? So what did you think about it? We enjoyed it, and that's why we wanted to come here and try it out. In nice. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm her boyfriend. I'm Connor. Hey, Connor. And, uh, hey, it's such a white name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, I've, I've known about you for a, about a year now, watching your shows and stuff, and yeah. really liked it. Now I'm here, I'm here in L.A. for college, so I thought I'd come to the church. Right on. So, yeah. Any questions about the shows or anything you've heard? Uh, not so far. Oh, okay. Were you nervous about allowing your girlfriend to, to see the show at first? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And what were you nervous about? I don't know. You didn't know her reaction? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Is he beta or alpha? Probably alpha. Probably Definitely. alpha? What do you mean probably? Uh, <laughs> right on. Good. Well, thanks for coming, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, right here? Yes, so, sir. My, so my name is Josh. Um, I'm, hold on, guys. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Calm down. Go my ahead. Name, my name is Joshua. Um, I've never watched um, your show, but my friend is a big fan of your show, and he actually planned to come here today and actually kind of flaked on me. I don't know where he was, but when I commit <laughs> to something, I commit to it, so that's why I'm here. Oh, right. And on. I've seen a lot of – I've seen clips of you, and, and I, I pretty much – I've never watched a show, but I align with some of the things I've seen from okay. you, so I just made a commitment uh, so, to come. So he here. told you to go, and I'll be there. He said, I'll be there? No, he said, meet him at Santa Monica Metro. So we drove to Santa Monica Metro to go <laughs> pick him up, and we're waiting, and he oh, just okay. didn't show up. So, All I right. Was, yeah. Well, welcome, man. Yep, thank you. Yeah. And, you say. 
Hi. Hi, I'm Priya. I'm from Thailand. I came here because he came here. <laughs> so, so, so are you visiting, or you live here in the country? I live here, but oh, I'm okay. from Thailand originally. Right on. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yes. Over here. Hi, uh, my name is George. I've been watching your show for a couple of years. Just wanted to check it out. Right on. Thank you, George. Appreciate it, man. Um, so, did anybody have a life this week? Yeah. Only one person? <laughs> Two. Can I get three? Three. <laughs> a life this week. L-I-F-E. Did you discover anything about yourself that you had not realized? What? That the e- I, I, does life mean something specific here, or is it just a word? No, here? Just, is it just a word you're using? <laughs> no, did you discover anything about yourself that you had not realized? Yeah, so we talked about letting your ego, or, or not, not, um, not worrying. Essentially, last week, not not letting the thing take a life of its own, and I realized that I was afraid of a lot of things in the future. So I sort of have been more consciously trying to now. Yeah. Check that. You realize that you are afraid of things in the future? Right. Yeah. Like, well, the plans, you know, I, uh, what, what will ha- you know, what, what, what will I do a week from now or a month from now? <laughs> or, you know, wanting things to, like, be locked in. Right. Whether it be work things or relationship things or all those and, and just understanding that I'm not going to get it locked in right this minute and, and I'm afraid and that makes me feel fearful. And, when you say you're not going to get it locked in right this minute, the future things? Yeah. Do you think at some point you will get it locked in? Yeah, I mean, things? well, that's the thing is I actually am really confident that over time they, they will play out. And, and I, but I, you know, I want it, I want to know everything now, you know, right. so that's, yeah. that's what I'm, that's what I'm wrestling and with. And so where is the future? Where? You mean like location or just where? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think I know what you mean. So the future is that, I mean, some of it is like a week from now, just where is the week from now? About like maybe relationship things or who knows. But the, but then there's other things, you know, a month from now, a year from now. I mean, there, you know, just all the, all the things in like the future. So where is the week from now? Where is it? It's. A, it's a week out. It's here. It's here. <laughs> but it, sh- but, but, but it shouldn't be anywhere. I mean, I, that's my. I think that's it shouldn't a, be anywhere. It, it should. I shouldn't be dwelling on that because then I'm not here today. You know, if I'm if I'm a, if I'm living in a week, I'm not here now, and that's. But you're not living in a week. Well, I'm worrying about living in a week. But you worried about something that doesn't even exist. I, I know, and not, and not only worry, I'm afraid of it even. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's very amazing. Because uh, it doesn't exist. You can't lock anything in because there's nothing to lock it into. Yeah. And yet you're worried about all that. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Well, I, I, I realized now, this, this week I've realized I shouldn't be letting all that happen. I right. still do let, you know, I'm, it still happens, but I'm trying to be much more conscious of catching it and yeah. trying to get much more 
drawn into what, you know, what is my immediate, who am I with now or what am I doing now or what am I thinking about now and Good, today man. and this, yeah, that's, that's where I'm trying to get to. <laughs> Did you realize yet that it's not you doing the thinking or do you believe that's you? No, I, I, I mean, I didn't think about it exactly that way, but yeah, I've, I've, I realized that it's an out, sort of almost like an outside voice or, or the, the thinking is separate from me in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it amazing that you've been living your whole life? Yeah. Absolutely. Thinking that that was you, and yeah. you've been living up and down, fear yeah. and worry, and planning for tomorrow and all that. No, I've, I've realized I actually almost spend no time living today. You know, no, that's done. right. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's very amazing. What is it like for you seeing that? Well, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of excited, and and then I actually start thinking about it again and worrying about it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's almost like I was like, well, I need to do a better job now, almost of worrying about it. And it's yeah. like, no, I, I, I. It's like if only I worried a little more effectively, but. <laughs> but um, but I, you know, I, I, yeah, I just I got I gotta I gotta live here, today. Did you know if you worry, you're wishing in the devil. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way, but I, 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 I understand what you're saying, and I, yeah, I agree. Because it's the devil who live in the past or the future that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. And so he's bringing you in there, yeah. and you're believing, so you're worshiping the devil all in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You're worshiping Satan. Yeah. Most people worship darkness. Even when they know the scripture, they still worship darkness. Yeah. Because anybody that lives in the past or the future or worry. They're really praying to the father, the devil. Yeah. But he won't let them see that. They don't want to see that they are worshiping Satan. Yeah. Some people love worrying. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's therapeutic, but it's not, <laughs> but it feels like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep your eyes on it, man, and just be patient. And I would not identify, though, as me. It's not you at all. It's not you doing the worry. Yeah. You believe in the lies of the imagination. Yeah. And God is eternal. Everything you want, everything you are is right here, right now. It's not in tomorrow. Yeah. It's not even in the next hour. It's right here, right now. Yeah. Because he doesn't uh, live in time. Yeah. He just lives now, here, forever. And it's amazing how that thing controls you. So ha- do you have the pain that come with it? It's not. It's more... <laughs> nausea. <laughs> is what? Nausea, as opposed, or just you know, just butterflies in the stomach. Is yeah. if I let myself go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you're aware of that, be patient with it, and it, it'll get further, and further away from you. It really yeah. will. Yeah. It's not going to feel like it at times because you're one with it, but it will. The light, a little light that's shining on that, is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you can see it. It'll cause you to see it even more so. And life will become amazing. Great. Yeah, Great. yeah man. Um, I was, uh, I saw a, a new clip this morning of a sports guy that, and I think, what, Jane, was he on a podcast or something? Serious. The, oh, Serious. Serious Radio. And he, um, he was talking about the women's basketball. Uh, Sport, I think it was like a soccer or a basketball or something. Y'all heard about that? He was saying how bad it is. <laughs> and I don't know if it was a golf team for women or basketball. WNBA, basketball. Oh, basketball. And he, he said on his show, 
and I don't have an exact word, but something like, I don't know why anyone would want to watch women's basketball, whatever. And he named this particular team, and he talked about how bad it is. He's like, it's the worst thing i ever seen. Something like that, right? <laughs> and the guy got fired. <laughs> right away, the, I, I guess the manager, the owner of that network, they suspended him because the people on the line, start, on Twitter, of all places, started complaining about it. And so they suspended him. And then a day or two later, they called and told him he was fired. And he was stunned that they had fired him from saying that the women basketball team was boring. Now that's what he really said. And, I'm thinking, and then he apologized. When they suspended him, he apologized for saying it. Can you imagine yourself saying, I'm sorry for saying the women basketball team is awful. And he apologized. And then they fired him after he apologized. And and he said, well, I'm sorry if I said something that was hurtful. <laughs> and, uh, and still they won't let up on Joe Rogan. He apologized. And I think these people are getting what they deserve because God said if you offend someone, go to the person and forgive. And when you do that, be done with it. If they accept it, fine. If they don't, but you be done with it. Now we have people who apologize to the world and then the world stamping on them. I mean, it looks like when you apologize because the world is evil, and it's not the world itself, but the people of the world. And it looks like when you apologize to them, they're like, oh, that's a weak one. Let's go after that one. And, and people who are doing this, they deserve what they get because they haven't been worshiping the world. They shouldn't worship the world because when you worship the world, you're showing weakness. These people act like they are so hurt over words. They'll call you any kind of name they want. But if you call back a name, I saw a friendly gesture this morning. Where <laughs> and it was such a good example, even in a friendly way. Uh, uh, there was someone walked into a room somewhere over there, way over yonder. And they walked into the room and they had just found out about the truckers striking. And so they came in, a bunch of people in, standing around. So this person was telling everybody about the truckers being on strike. Did y'all know that the truckers was on strike? And so another person in the room said to that person, you know, are you late? You Jenny come late. We already know about this. We've been talking about this on the news. And instead of the person who brought the news saying, oh, okay, I didn't know y'all knew or something, he attacked the other person. <laughs> He attacked him personally. And we all cracked up because, and then when we cracked up at him attacking the other person, he attacked all of us. <laughs> and it was a perfect example of how the world do one another. And even though that was in a friendly gesture, they didn't mean harm at all. They, but that's how things work. And if you can't handle the world, you're not going to make it in the world. You're not going to make it. If you're born of God, you will make it. If you've overcome the ego or, or even overcoming the ego, you'll, you'll be just fine in the world and the world will go nuts because the world has fear. And the world is the people outside of you. They're dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with within, right? And they get pleasure from attacking. And I noticed that most of these attacks are really done to white people. 
especially white conservative Christian males. It just, because there's no real reason to get rid of Joe Rogan, but itself he's a white male. There's no real reason to get rid of the guy that's laughing at the women's basketball team. We used to always laugh when the women first started playing ball, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> Nobody went to the game but a few ladies. And now you can't even, you can. I want to just encourage you all, you got to overcome the world. And by looking, like what we were talking about, about the ego thing, when you overcome the ego, you're overcoming the world. Because the ego is of the world. It gets its identity from the world. It really does. And that's not you. It's not you doing that. But it think and feel like it's you. And that's only because you have totally identified with it as one. And, uh, but it's not you. And that's the first thing they go after is your ego. They're not you that's in you. But if you don't have an ego, they cannot touch you. No matter what they do, they can't hurt you. In relationships, marriages, business, uh, playing ball, whatever you do, if you don't have an ego, you cannot be hurt. Because in the real you, there is no pain. There is no fear. There is no, there is no attachment to the world at all. You could be married, and one day your wife say to you, you know, your son want to get a sex change, or something called call it, right? And then you say, no, I'm not going to let him do that. And the wife pack up and leave right away. This happened for real, so that's what I know about it. And you can say, okay, take him, go ahead, bye. You won't be attached to it. You try to stop it, of course, because it's your role to protect your own children, right? But you wouldn't be emotional. This guy said that was uh, made this joke about the female basketball team. As a result of this happening to him, he said he lost so many pounds in three days or so. He lost weight in three days, right? He, he lost all that weight because he lost the job. He's too attached to the job. And he, uh, oh, he is attached to the attacks that are coming after him, too, because he said his life been threatened, they're going to kill his wife and children, something like that. Uh, and it's a mess, right? And he's all afraid of all that. He's operating in fear. In fear. You're not supposed to have fear. It's abnormal to have fear. It's abnormal to think about tomorrow or yesterday. It's abnormal to play pity. Anybody here ever play pity? You've been a pitiful person. Whoa. A lot of, everybody, huh? Why did you, what made you be pitiful? What caused you to do that? Can't really th- I can't really think of a moment right now. Um, but I can imagine it was probably because uh, sometimes it feels better when, like, it t- it almost takes the responsibility away from you, yeah. and it puts it on every, like, it puts it on the situation, so you don't have to feel as bad about um, whatever you did wrong or whatever you couldn't achieve or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's only because you care so much about achieving or doing and when you play right. the pity role mm-hmm. the, the look the person near they felt sorry for you i'm sure they did yeah. and that makes you feel better 
it makes you feel relieved like oh it's not it's, <laughs> it's not me anymore it's not on me like it's okay it makes you feel like it's okay what a beta huh yeah super beta i know a lot of people that they are pitiful just mm-hmm. pitiful people right pitiful folks you don't want to be a pitiful person and but a lot of folks are like that now really they're just they're looking for sympathy and emotions and make make me feel good thing from the world and that you're never going to be an individual like that you're never going to be an independent person and you're never going to be your own man you don't want someone feeling sorry for you right you know what i mean yeah i, I mean i typically don't do that but i'm sure i've had moments where I've yeah. yeah yeah we've all been through it I mean, mm-hmm. because all are born in sin so there have been moments when we have felt sorry for ourselves or want someone to feel sorry when a woman cries, she's not really hurting. <laughs> she just want pity so you can control, so she can control you. Right. Am I right about that? I, I always say that. See, <laughs> you say. Oh. <laughs> well, we laugh about it's like kind of like a joke at this point, but um, I've said that very thing, and she doesn't like it when I say that. But <laughs> and you say it anyway. Yes. Yeah, good. Because she needs to hear that truth. As long as you don't get angry, she needs to hear, and it might cause her to take a look at herself. Mm -hmm. And that's what real honesty is, to not get angry but be honest with her about it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when you tell you that? (laughs) At first I got mad, but more recently I've been able to... First you got mad and most recently... Yeah. (laughs) And what happened most recently? But more recently I've been able to look at myself and... So you Stop. can accept the truth now from him, mm-hmm. but at first it hurt. Yeah, it took what? some time, but sometimes yeah. does it hurt sometimes still? Um, not as much. No. Not as much. Yeah, good. You need that. Mm-hmm. You need him to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, sir. Like an example, so an example, because you were saying these people are apologizing, then the world kind of sees that they're weak. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, like, Kevin Hart, I think he had a situation. Yeah. And uh, with the Oscars or whatever, and he was like, I'm not apologizing for it. So they took the Oscars away. He's like, take the Oscars away. And he's still Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? He hasn't been canceled. He hasn't been anything. They couldn't touch him. The world can only control you if you let them do it. If you let them do it. And if we are sons and daughters of God, we're not supposed to be controlled by the sons and daughters of Satan. If you are, just know you're not a son or daughter of God. Stop lying about it, then you'll become one eventually. But don't lie to yourself. If you have fear and if you have doubt, if you let people control you because you're afraid of losing something, losing them, Losing a house, losing a job, or losing that, uh, then you, you're not a son. You may be looking. Some people looking, they're still in the darkness, right? But you're not a son or daughter of God. I don't care how many Bibles you know, how many churches you attend. You're not supposed to have fear. You're supposed to live freely. You can't have anger. Anyone that has anger, Satan is your daddy. And that's why you're still living in that darkness. And that's why this year I'm trying to encourage you to keep your eyes on yourself. Because you see what's going on with you, you're going to see what's going on inside of others. He allows you to see that. 
but he also prevent you from judging them because if you can understand the hell that you're dealing with, it causes you to understand the hell that they're dealing with. So you can't you can't judge them, and that's your protection from evil. You speak up, but you can't judge, and that's how you are protected. The moment you judge, then Satan got you. You lose. Your best battle is by not becoming angry. And they want you to get angry. They want, they'll keep going after you, going out. Look how they're doing to white folks in America today. They're going after white people like crazy people. And whites are on the run. And men are on the run. The, the men are chasing behind the whites. So they're afraid too. Men are, I've never seen such weak men. I don't know why y'all want these men, ladies. No, I'm playing. Hold on to him. <laughs> but you can overcome that. It's in the scriptures. I'm not, it's not like I'm making it up. You can overcome it. And unfortunately, the churches have told us about more about their idea of God and less about Satan. They don't tell you much about Satan. They'll mention him along the way. But they're always talking about God, right? And they give you a false impression of God. Because the moment they tell you about their idea of God, now you have that idea, and now you're seeing God the way that they see him, and it's not working. It's just another feel-good thing, or I love the Lord. But it's not working. It's supposed to work. God was sent Christ that we may have life and have amazing life, abundant life. You're not having it if you have fear. You're not having it if you need something from the world. That doesn't mean you don't go to work, save your money, buy some food, and all that kind of stuff, right? But it shouldn't be your identity at all. Not at all. Your own children shouldn't even be your identity. Because when they grow up, they go nuts anyway. They don't like you. And now you want to get them to like you, so they take your money. <laughs> You got to pay your kids to like you, not any adults. <laughs> you buy them a house. You buy them a car when they get in college so they can like you. And they still turn on you. Instead of, okay, if you want to go to college, pay your own way. Get a job and pay your own way. I'm not paying your way to college. You should go to trade school. Get a job, right? You spend all that money in college and then they come out. And they join the liberals and fight you. And you wonder, what happened? You're too attached to them. When my son was mad at me, I apologized to him for not being there when we were growing up. And I told him why, and I understood it. And he kept being mad. I just said, okay, you got to go. Bye. I told you what happened. I apologize. I'm not putting up with this mess. You could, you could really live a perfect life right here in America. I mean, right here on earth. You don't have to live like you've been living, all right? So you've got to overcome fear. And the way you overcome fear, overcome anger. Overcome anger. Do you have anger? You do? Hold on one minute here. What caused you to become angry? Um, and this is a fellowship, so I'm not teaching. We're helping one another. And I saw your hand. I'll come to you. When I heard someone talk about me behind my back. When you hear someone talk about you behind your back? Yeah. 
How do you hear when if they're behind your back? Because somebody told me. Oh, I see. Yeah. And that make you mad? Yeah. Why? I don't like it. Why not? Because they should have come and tell me in front of my face, right? Well, not behind my back. Yeah. But why do you get mad because they don't? I don't know. You never thought about that? No. Does it make sense to get mad about gossip, about what people say about you? Does it make sense for you to get mad when you hear about it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I get mad all the time. When I heard someone talk about me, I can't help it. You can't help but get mad? Yeah, but I try. I'm sorry? I try to not get mad, but I can't help it. Yeah, I totally understand. And do you ever question yourself, what's wrong with me? Yes. That I'm getting mad because somebody said something about me. That's a horrible way to live, huh? Yes. Because everybody talk about everybody. Right. Everybody does. There's not one that doesn't do it. Now, there are some who overcome and stop doing it, but there's not one on earth that don't do it. And another thing I get mad when I tell someone to do, they don't do the way I want. <laughs> I get mad. So. When you tell someone to do something, they don't do it the way you want, you get mad? Yeah. Why? But they, they say, okay, I will do it. And then everything I say, they didn't do anything, like, <laughs> like nothing, like nothing get done. What a horrible way to live, huh? Right. You want to overcome that? No. You want to stay that way? No. You want to overcome it? Yes. Uh, Are you able to tell her how to... Oh, you don't know why we're here. Why you're here, though, Oh, I know I'm here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Why are you here? I'm here because when I commit to something, I I do it. Oh. um, And... And I already know that I align with um, with a lot of your views. Oh, okay. Um, and I so, was always looking for a good church in Los Angeles, and I haven't had struck luck. Um, so, do you get angry if someone talk about you behind your back? No, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. You did at one time. At one time, yeah. And why did you at one time? Because I was investing too much of myself in other people yeah. and their opinions. And how did you overcome it? I overcame it um, by living in the moment, um, connecting myself closer to God every day, um, and only, and, and like you say, get remove the attachment uh, to the world um, and everything. But you can't remove it yourself as, right. as the ego is dying from the world, right. then you're, you're overcoming the world. Right. Because anyone that identifies with the thoughts and feelings of the world, right. that's your God. Have you, um, so what would you advise your friend? Are you guys together? Yes. Uh, Are you dating? Yeah, we're dating. Oh, really? Yeah. And so have you noticed that she get mad when she hear things about herself and all that? Yeah. What people talk about? And what do you say to her at that time? Um, I ask her why she's, why she's getting mad about her coworkers that aren't even her friends, you know? Yeah. And people that she just works with, um, that, you know, she never considered them as friends, so... And even if they were her friends, they wouldn't be talking like that. So why are you getting mad, you know? And you call a beta? Huh? Is she a beta? You um, know what a beta female is? Sh- well, not really. I only hear <laughs> about beta males. Uh, same thing with the females, too. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't have to be betas, either. Right. They I would say them. she's alpha, um, but she has moments of beta. <laughs> 
but but she's she's a very alpha woman. She's very strong, uh, in in taking care of herself. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you want me to tell you how to overcome that? To begin to overcoming that. You do. You got to forgive your mother. You're just like your mama. Yeah. You have your mother personality. Pretty much, yeah. You say what? Yes. And so you're not yourself. You're not you. You are your mother. When you were kids, she made you angry, and you lost your innocence, and you took on her identity. That spirit that's in her is now in you. And so you got to face her, and you don't want you don't want to be the way you are, right? You want no. to change, no, and she does. She doesn't want to be the way she is either. And so now that it's happening to you, you you can't help it. Yeah. You need to realize that she couldn't help it either, and apologize for resenting her. I'm sorry for getting angry at you, mother. I realize now you couldn't help it. You were crazy, and you couldn't help it, and it wasn't you. I'm sorry for hating you. Then God would take her identity away from you, and you start to grow. You start to overcome the world. And when people talk about you or, or try to take something away from you, you wouldn't be moved by it at all. Mm-hmm. You would see that they're trying to hurt you because they're hurting. They're in darkness. If they weren't in darkness, they wouldn't try to hurt you or talk about you like that. But you've got to go and forgive your mother. Is she over here as well? No, in Thailand. Uh, well, you can FaceTime with her. Yes, all the time. Yeah. And did you, uh, how do you feel about your father? You love your I love my parents, but... Don't talk for her, mama. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love my parents, but me and my mom are very close. You, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but my dad is like, I never talk about my dad. Like, Good. Look like my dad and my mom never together. But I really talk, I, I close with my mom. Yeah. Much. Well, are you close to your father at all? No. You're not, and why not? I don't know. Never close to my father. I don't know why. What's he that? never hit me. He never do anything, but I feel like I close to my mom yeah. than my dad. Amazing. When, as an adult, when you ask him why we are not close, what did he say? We never talk about it. You don't talk to him at all? No. You just say hi and bye? Yeah, just say hi, send her, send money to them, and that's it. And I talk, pretty much I talk with my mom almost every day. Wow, that's your God. Yeah, and then probably I take everything from her. Yeah. Angry, everything. Yeah, you just like yeah. her. You got, if you want to have peace on earth, you got to have to overcome your mother. You're not supposed to be talking to mama every day. Mm. You're not supposed to have to, mama to be all involved in your life. And you can't even have a life unless she's a part of it. That's not normal. Okay. That's abnormal. So you got to break away from her by forgiving her. Because if you don't, when you do get married and have kids, you're going to destroy the kids, just like your mother has done. Mm, okay. You're going to turn them from the father. Well, I'm pointing at you like you might be the father. <laughs> you might end up being the father. But, and, but you won't be able to help it. Your mother has turned you away from your father. It made you identify with her. Oh, I don't know. So but not, my father very chill, like he likes very chill and like, no talk. My mom is like kind of big boss. In the I know, house. big boss. So, <laughs> See, it's everywhere. It's all in China, Thailand, 
It's the same spirit everywhere. We are not unique. Our battles are not unique. They are all the same in China, Russia, Africa, Alabama, New York, Boston, wherever. It's the same. Everybody going through the same thing. It's just you are so into yours that you don't realize that, that they're going through the same thing. Ain't nobody special. Really. So will you face your mother? Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to ask your father. For me, ask your father, why we are not close? Why don't we talk and hear what he has to say? I never ask. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I will. <laughs> you should ask him just to learn about him. And that will draw you closer to him. And when you love your earthly father, you love God. But if you don't love your earthly father, you cannot love God. Okay. That makes sense? I will, I will talk to my dad about that. Yeah, ask him. You're going to be shaking in your boots. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be the last time you ever have to shake. Okay. But you should ask him. You're the grown woman, right? You can ask him now. Dad, why didn't we talk? Why don't, when I was growing up. My dad don't like to talk on the phone. <laughs> Well, he'll talk to you for, do Skype, FaceTime with him here, here. Yeah, but most of the time, he doesn't like to talk on the phone. You tried to talk to him, he said no? My mom called me, my dad never called me. Right, do you ever call him? I never call my dad, I call my mom. (laughs) So you treat your father... I never ask about my dad, I ask about my mom. You don't even ask about your father? I just ask, like, how he doing, that's it. But I never, like, oh, can I talk to my dad, anything like that? No. My mom, like... Me and my mom, like, all the time. Whoa. I don't... So she made you her husband? Uh, you your mama's husband? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Did you know you were your mama's husband? You took your daddy's place. Yeah, because I used to uh, sleep with my mom. When my dad tried to sleep with my mom, I was in the middle. Whoa. Like, when I was young, though. Not, not anymore. Right. I feel <laughs> That's because she's in Thailand now and you're in America. Yeah, I kind of get mad with my dad. Like, okay, because I heard something about uh, abusing the daughter, news. <clears throat> so when my dad kind of walked by, called to me, I, I, I feel scared. I don't like it. So you judging your father the same way people judge you, and you get mad when people judge you. And you yeah. haven't even gone to your father and talked to him about that. You're doing the same thing. You're getting what you deserve. Yeah. You are doing unto others as you are doing unto yourself. You're overreacting. You identify with your mother. You're judging. And you're doing your father the same way. That's correct. I think Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yeah, you need to work this out with your father so you can have peace. Yeah. Because men represent God. They're sons of God, right? Yeah. And when you hate the son, which is your father, you cannot love God. And you're going to always be unhappy. And you should be happy. Christ came that we should be happy. We should have peace. Yeah. So you got work cut out. Right. I have to do. Are you able to be honest with your mother about identifying with her? Yeah. You yeah, are? we talk about it. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you do it. I wish you well with that. Any questions or disagreement with that? No question. Yeah, I agree with you. 
Okay. Everything you say, yes, that's correct. Yeah. Well, go and forgive, and you will go free. It, your whole life will change. Otherwise, you'll get married, you'll have babies, and your mother will come all the way from Thailand, right. even if she had to walk, <laughs> and she would destroy your marriage. So when I go to Thailand every time, she never let me do anything. She never let me go anywhere. Just stay with her. And then she cooked for me like... Speak into the mic for me? She cooked for me like four or five times a so day. Whoa. She just want me to be like with her. No, cannot go anywhere. Like, look, I feel like a jail when I go to Thailand. We yeah. <laughs> my mom. It is jail. <laughs> what a mess. I know. How old are you? Uh, 35. You're 35? Yeah. And you're letting your mother control you like that? I can't help it. The culture. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I can't. It's not the culture. I never go out in Thailand. When I live in Thailand, my mom really stick about going out. Like, cannot go out, cannot drink. Very stick. And so, I don't know. I, I, I'm really... Let, I don't want to, so I don't talk about my life with my mom that much because I don't want she to worry. So when she worries, she likes to, like, control me. Yeah. Like, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. You know what I mean? What a mess. I know. That's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want you to, I really want to encourage you to overcome that by dealing with your mother. Say no to her. And, 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 and forgive her for what she's done to you. Yeah. And forgive your father because he can't handle your mother. He's like married to his mother. Because men marry their mothers. When they don't overcome their mothers, they marry their mothers and the cycle keeps going over and they become the boy and she become the mama. And the cycle repeats itself generation after generation. But if you forgive your mother, you'll start a new cycle of love and not of control and hate. Right, yeah. Whoa, what a mess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then when she say that, you could give her the finger. I, she doesn't know about finger. <laughs> she doesn't know, but she'll learn. No. <laughs> say, hey, mama, I live in America now. Here's the finger. No, she doesn't matter. She doesn't know. Oh, okay. Well, tell her what that means. No, <laughs> I'll mess with you. But make sure you do. And uh, are you su- are you surprised to hear all this? Did you know this already? Uh, I had take the mic for me. I had an idea. She talked with her. She talks with her mother a lot, and she never talks with her father. Um, from what I see, it's just uh, like just a natural thing. You know, you got the mama's boys, and then you got the daddy's girls. That's like the culture of like everywhere I see. Like my sister is closer to my father. Then I was closer to my mother growing up. <clears throat> but as I get older, I found more respect for my father once I realized what true values were. And I became closer with my father. Nice. Um, so I see my sister disrespect my mother and be close to my father and things like that. And I see it everywhere, you know. It's Did like you the, forgive your mother? Uh, forgive my mother? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for coddling me too much, yeah, I forgive her. You told her? Yeah, I've told her. I told her, and yeah, I've told her that she needs to, you know, stop uh, coddling me. And what actually, in turn, made me weak. 
uh, uh-huh. for the longest time because every time I needed something, I could go to her, you know, uh, and I leaned on her too much. Um, so that's why I came and moved out to Los Angeles. When I met her, I went out on a limb and broke away from my, you know, my family for a while. And so you, when you met her, you went out on a limb and moved out here. Yeah. And so, but what are you going to do? Because this limb going to break too. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, no, I. <laughs> you just heard all the mess going on. There. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this limb is not going to last. Well, the thing you is, you ran I went from mama to mama, man. Well. You could say that, but I mean, I cook for uh, myself. True. I do, I do, I do things. Did you say I cook for myself? Yeah, I do everything on my own. I take but care it, of my own more, finances. Much more to life than just cooking. For oh, yourself. for sure, for sure. But can I, you see what you're about to deal with here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been together for two years. Wow, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder you're cooking. You don't have to cook, huh? He oh, she cooked for the longest time for me. And then I kind of just like, I wanted to, you know, we went half and half on finances and, uh, and I just wanted to. You decide, you know, you know what? Well, let me be the woman sometime too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, no, I wanted to branch out and, you know, Amazing. rely on myself more than anybody else. How old are you? I'm 29. And you're 30 what? Five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> you went from mama directly to mama, man. Oh, no, no, no. I was moved out from my mother. Uh, and then you found long. another mama. Well, I found a girlfriend. And you call her mama. No, I don't call her mama. <laughs> you will. <laughs> don't let it. No. Yeah. No, it's not like that. Don't let her call you mama. I like to consider myself independent and leaning on God more than anything. That's what Joe Rogan said, too. Yeah. No, I'm playing. I wouldn't apologize to the world, though. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend... So you went to your mother and said, Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. You spoiled me. You made me dependent on you. And I realize now I'm wrong for resenting you for it. It wasn't exactly like that. Right. It was more of like uh, of me asking her to take a step back um, from... Because she was so quick to, if if I ran into a problem, she was so quick to be there and whether it was financially or emotional support. And really, sometimes you just need to, like, I don't know how else to explain it, but deal with your issues with yourself Absolutely. and through God. And that's what I'm learning. How often do you have to report in now? Oh, I never reported to my mother. And I didn't before. It's more her reporting to me and figuring out what's going on in my how life. How often does she call you now? I talk to her once a week. Once a week? Yeah. Is that necessary? It's not necessary, but um, I love my family. So If you love your family, you wouldn't be doing it that way. Well. So no call? Not once a week. Maybe once a month. It's, it's, it probably, Maybe I would say once a week. year. <laughs> Christmas Day or something. Well, then, then, I don't know. I look at them as kind of like, uh, like my tribe, you know. If I... Because, put it this way, uh, I was grow- I was raised Southern Baptist, and my grandfather owns a church in Maryland. Uh, or he doesn't own it; he built it, um, and he was the pastor for very long until uh, he passed it on to my cousin. And my family is very, very um, conservative Christian, 
and they've always, you know, they kind of align with with uh, with your views, and they've never really. The only thing that I've really had a problem with is with my mom coddling me. That's really my only problem. And now you don't let her do it at all. I, I don't know. Okay, cool. What is it like being married? I mean, dating an older woman, and you're so young. Um, sorry. It's different. First time, different. Are you able to lead her? Am I able to lead her? I think I try. I try my best. I'm sure you try, but are you able to do it? I think I'm able to. So she listen to you? I think she listens to me a good fifty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, the thing, like she says, she gets mad with her coworkers uh, very easily, and yeah. I always tell her, you know, you're too invested in your coworkers. Oh, okay. Um, too invested in the world. What is it like having such a younger man? This man. I'm I sorry. Always have an old man. So what now? I always have a de- I always have a old man. An older man. But this is the first time I have a young. It's very different. It's different. I don't know. I like it. You like it? You say you don't 50, like it? 50, 50. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest, 50, 50. I don't know if I like it or not. Maybe I don't. Maybe I like. I don't know. I don't want to break y'all up, but I'm just... <laughs> and so, uh, what is it like for you having a young man? When you think about it, you think what? Um... What? No, no. Um, I feel like young man is like, you have to say over and over and over and over and <laughs> over again. Then Wash you do the it. dishes. And then that phone all the time. He had the phone all the time. All the time. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. So, but the old man is drinking all the time. <laughs> not he doesn't drink. <laughs> he doesn't drink. The old man drinks. Old man drink and, and he play with not himself. listening to you that much. Right, and he's always on the phone playing. On the phone all the time, all the time. <laughs> Does he listen hours. to you that much? Not that much, like thirty <laughs> percent. So you got the old drunk that doesn't listen. That's why I'm young. like fifty fifty. I don't know which one is good. Maybe I should come back to the old man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, the thing is, the thing about it is, <laughs> she's on her phone all the time. She has one point something million followers on TikTok. Whoa! Yeah, well, she quit TikTok um, because I kind of showed her how kind of uh, trivial it was, you know, especially the content, the certain content. And so uh, you made her, you, you tr- I didn't make her do anything. I mean, she stopped. She stopped because she wanted to. And now to. you have to spend more time on your phone. I spend a lot of time oh, on my phone, yes. but what I spend my time on, investing my time on, is learning things uh, that align with my beliefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of diet and, you know, workout things that I like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. No, nothing. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. Yes, sir. So, go forgive your mother and everything will work itself out. You know what I mean? But you got to face your mother. So you can be an adult with your mother. And don't let her, once you forgive her, don't let her be calling you every day. And when you go to Thailand to visit, go have fun. Live your life. But you're not going to be able to do it until you overcome her. Because she's not going to let you do it. 
you, she has made you her husband, and that's why she doesn't like your father. You took the, she gave, made you the man. All right? All right. Yes, sir. Well, I wanted to comment on your point of earlier question about uh, noticing things and yeah. then why are men so weak. So the first thing to notice is um, been coming here for a couple of years, and when you say, when you talk about you could start to see and really see things, and it would always, you'd say, I was always was amazing and blow your mind. And I, I kind of would hear it, but I didn't experience it. Now I'm actually right. starting to experience it. Oh, good. And it's like, it's, to use your words, it is amazing. I mean, it is amazing. It really is. It's, Just to watch. There's two things that are really amazing about watching yourself. Number one, eventually you will see that you're not in control of anything. You've been deceived to think that you're in control of life. You've been deceived in thinking that you're in control of changing yourself. You've been deceived in thinking that you're uh, this lovable person and all that. You've been deceived about thinking you're so nice or you're so mean. Anger, the depths of anger run deep. And that's going to be amazing. It's even a little simple thing, like a little smile or something. You can smile at someone don't even mean it. But you, you are insecure or you've been trained, you've been felt like you need to smile back. Or you don't want them to know what you're really thinking. Or something like that, right? Even a little smile could be fake. Or you could be a nervous person, insecure, and you smile to try to make yourself feel secure. To try to hide the insecurity. Evil, it, I had no idea the depths of anger. Anyone that has anger, Satan is your daddy to the core. Whether you deny it or not, he's your daddy. But once you, as you're saying, once you start to wake up to that, the light of the Father of God will start to separate you from that darkness. And you start to lose relationship with it. And everything starts to fall away. Gradually, it will fall away. And that old nature will change. And you, your heart will be of love. You wouldn't be able to hate. You wouldn't be attached to anything. And yet, you would appreciate all things. Yeah, and I'm starting to notice that. It just, the awareness of your, maybe something I would do all the time and I would never think about it. Now yeah. I look, I'm like, why do I do this? Yeah. Uh, things of that nature. And then just to follow that comment with um, why the, the weakness of men, um, I went to, from my old church, they had a big men's event a couple weeks <clears> ago, <throat> Friday night, 600 men. I went there and I just had the attitude of watching. Not yes. participating, just watching. Right on. And it was the most feminine men's event I've ever <laughs> been to in yeah. my life. It was a show. They were talking about how men needed to be um, transparent, and they had to be, uh, you know, they had to be vulnerable. And I, I went to this guy I know that I hadn't seen in a while, and I go, "Where in the scripture does it say the men need to be transparent and vulnerable?" I know. I was like, "Did it say be strong and act like men? Endure, <laughs> be strong in the Lord." Right. And, and the will of his mind. It, it was just this big production of a show. So they had a comedian, and they had a, they had this uh, the chaplain for the the Rams. I mean, it was just all this stuff, and it was just big production, and everybody was hooping and hollering and having a great time. Yeah. And it was, I was talking to an old friend of mine about it. and He's like, "Yeah, it's just like they're getting their drug. They're getting a drug, and then they'll go home and feel good and think they got something. Yeah. And actually, they're being deceived." And I was just watching this, just going, wow. And I, and I used to be in that. Yeah. 
And I was like, wow, I used to be just right, right in that. It's, it's amazing. Because we're all born, anyone who's born through the woman is in that. They're born into sin, they're dying. And, and it starts in the home. When the parents take over your life, they start teaching you and teaching you how to say good morning, teach you how to say thanks, teach you how to uh, do this and that, you lose it. And now you, you depend on the world to teach you everything. And now they're teaching men that they need to be vulnerable. They right. need to be emotional. They need to be this way. And the only way men are going to overcome it, and, you, and, and ladies too, you got to get to know yourself. You got to drop the anger. And then so you can become one with God, and God will change you back to yourself, the way you were an innocent person, the way you were who you were born, right? The light of the Father will cause you to become a man and cause a, a lady to become a woman. We can't make ourselves become anything. And as soon as you realize that, and then you're all in, stop trying to defend yourself, stop arguing and fighting with people, just wish them well, your whole world will change. It will change. And so when you are around this stuff, it's like you're going to see what's going on. It's going to be amazing that it's not bothering you anymore. You know, you see the mess in the world. When they say they're going to war with Ukraine or somebody, you're not going to freak out, but the world will. The children of the lie will freak out. You won't. When they say the economy is bad, you better hurry up and get it. Crypto is going broke. Huh? So the NFT. The, the NFT is going bad. <laughs> You're not going to freak out. Oh, Lord, I'm losing all my NFTs and cryptos or whatever they are, right? I don't even know if crypto is real money. Uh, it is? It's real money. I made a lot of money on crypto. Oh, you do? That's the only reason I've been, uh, I, have, I haven't moved back to Maryland, honestly. So you make a lot of money from crypto? Yeah. And that keep you from moving back to Maryland? Yeah. Oh. That was like kind of like a blessing in disguise, if I'm being real. I haven't been employed out here. You have all. not? Nope. And because of crypto? I did Uber a little bit when I first came. Right. Because of crypto, yeah. Right on. Yeah. But if you should lose it, if you love what's right with all your heart, so it might, you won't trip out. Right. If it goes down, you right. know. Like I, I see my friends, the, my friend that got me, the friend that was supposed to be sitting right here, he got me into crypto, and he's made millions off crypto. Wow. Um, but I see how much he invests his time into that, and I don't want to invest my time into money. Right. It's yeah. just not, it's not worth it to me. Everything so. should be done, done in moderation. Right, correct. You're not supposed to make anything or anyone your God. Yeah, like I said, if God wants you to live in, if you're following God, you will live in abundance. Absolutely, absolutely man. Nice. So with those people, just see that, but don't judge them. They literally cannot, that's all they know right now. That's all they remember. Right. But when you start to know yourself, you're going to start to remember again. All right? You start coming back to yourself. This is for men and women. Yeah, it's, that answer to, you know, it's just an example of why men are in the state that they're in because yeah. they're being deceived. Even the Christian men yeah. are being deceived and they think they're getting the truth and in a, in a right way, but they're being deceived to Absolutely. be something else. Absolutely. Amazing. I got a, uh, Hey, Mr. Russia. We, we did you get back from Russia. So you heard Joe Biden coming. You took the bus and left. What? No, no, I, 
I just had to hurry back before they were making it. Like, you had to have a vaccine to fly. Because in Russia, oh. now it's starting February, you have to have a vaccine to fly. So I photoshopped a fake test. I got on the plane. And I don't I know back. about putting it out in the air, man. What the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, I see. Otherwise, you yeah, be I've, stuck I've, over I've, there. I've never taken a COVID test. I always photoshop them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you want to tell your address, name, and phone number? <laughs> yeah. But he's, listen. He's just joking. Yeah, he's just playing. <laughs> he didn't really do that. So are the people in Russia afraid about the so-called war that's coming to Ukraine? Uh, not. No, I mean, not not from what I saw. People just, uh, like, uh, in Russia, people know that their government is f- is full of it. Like, they don't like their government. Oh. Like, it's different here. A lot of people like their government. It's weird. Like, like Russia knows, like, like the police out there are like gangsters, the politicians are all corrupt, and, oh, okay. and they all know that. And, like, from what I see, I mean, yeah, you, you have your morons, like you do anywhere. Yeah. Like, there are people that are afraid of it, and but a lot of them are just kind of over it. Like, they just believe in God, and they're like, whatever. Oh, okay. They're, they're like, you know, they, they've been living in squalor for, for forever. Like, a lot of people over there just live on pensions. Like twenty five thousand rubles a month, but that's not even that much. And so they're kind of over it. They're like, "Well, like they just yeah. live with God, and that's it." Amazing. Well, yeah. welcome back, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm glad you made it back. Yeah, thank you. But don't you just plan, folks, about the uh, he his fake car? <laughs> uh, he just playing. Um I got to ask the biblical question for this week, right? How many identities do you have? Are you guys familiar with the biblical question? Okay. How many do you have? Um, I've thought about this question a lot this week, and it's really been a challenge to answer. Yeah. Um, because I want to say two, but then I don't know, because if the ego is the identity, then if <clears throat> I have an identity in... So two... One, I would say, is just who I am, who I've becoming in Christ. And then I would say I have an identity in my work um, because I work in corporate. So, you know, you have to do the corporate thing. And I'm not fully myself in my job just because, unfortunately, all the people I work with, you know, they're part of the woke mob. So I'm just very on the outskirts and do my job and get it done and get my paycheck. Um, But then, you know... I've been thinking about it in the identity because I could have an identity as a friend or an identity as a partner or an identity as a daughter, an identity as, um, I don't know, um, a cat owner, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I would say two, but I I don't fully know, to be honest. So you, you, you notice you have two, though. Yes. And that with the job? Yes. And with what? Just me and who I am as a person and my relationship with Christ and my friends and, you know, my everyday life. Oh, okay. I mean, so you think you only have two? I think so. I can name three more right now. Okay. No, I'm playing. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Let me ask right behind you. How many identities did you discover you had this week? Um... Two, I would say, for myself. Two. And what do you, are you able to say what they are? Yeah, so um, what I believe one identity is, um, 
you know, I guess um, there's, I'm a daughter of God, but also a daughter. There's an identity that I have with my own, um, my actual father, my, my, you know, earthly father. And so I feel like I'm a product of both. Now that I've come to Christ, now that I've been made aware of God, um, I feel like I identify with both of those, with my earthly father and with um, God. So you have two identities. One is with, your, with God and your earthly father. Mm-hmm. So, and those, that's all you have? Those are the ones that I feel like I actually truly identify with. Oh, okay. Are there any more there, but you don't identify with them? Yeah. You have more identities inside well, of you? No. There's, there's roles that, that we play, sure. Like she was saying, you know, work, um, being out in the world, being out there publicly, but I don't identify with those. You do not? No. Oh, okay. Have you ever identified with those? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. How many do you have? Yeah. Uh, I could probably talk <clears throat> in a similar way. Uh, I definitely thought about it a lot this week. Um, I... Um, I sat in silent prayer a lot, not necessarily thinking about it, but when I came out of those moments, I got a lot of the different clarity for this question. I wanted to say two at first, and then as I looked in the past, I wanted to say many, 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 because gone through a lot. And then ultimately I landed on, on zero, um, because I don't have a work personality anymore. You know, I work for myself when all this COVID stuff happened and went belly up. I, I kind of saw through a lot of the corporate BS, and I said, I'm just going to take a chance, and it worked. And then I was presenting myself as one kind of thing, and then as I started to really let go, uh, and I credit a lot of it probably to the prayer, how I learned to like let go, um, I say You zero. have none. Because I would say that the identity that I identify with now is not mine. It's not of me, right? Like you say, like, it's not my, like, I guess I'd say, like, my life is God's. It's not mine. And whatever you, good I'm having now is not of, it's not of me. It's because I've let go. So you have no identities? Outside of the identity that I've been blessed with through prayer and through killing the ego and letting God kind of put the spirit in me, like, I don't, I wouldn't credit that as mine. It's not of me. It's of the spirit. So I'm. So you have none? None. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. Right here. Um, when you first asked, so I haven't heard, I didn't know the biblical question. And then when you first asked, I was going to say like him, like many, 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 because there's one for every moment. Like any person you're talking to, anything, you kind of like switch up and, you know, adjust to whoever. Yeah. Um, so I would say many, many, many. Amazing. That's what I would say. Nice. Yeah. How many you have? Behind you. Um, I would say my identity is in Christ. And so since now I can see that, I see like infinite that identities that people would put on me, you know. Or I'm like sorry? I would put you on see myself. what now? Now you see it what? I would see, I can see an infinite amount of identities. Inside of you? Yeah, I mean like not inside of me, but it's they're just like put on me. Maybe I would put them on me or the ego would do that, you know. But technically we're nobody, right? And, and how many do you see being put up on you at times? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a numerical value. That seems silly to be like materialistic about it because, you know, 
we're like an eternal soul. I have no idea. I can't quantify. Oh, okay. You know? I kind of think it's a trick question. A trick question? Yeah. In what way? Like, identity <laughs> is so materialistic, and like the heathens do that. They're all into, you're black, you're this, you're that, you know? And our identity is Christ. Hopefully, people see Christ when they see us, right? That's the goal. Okay. Interesting. How many thought it was a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many identities do you, and I'll get to the trick thing in a minute. How many identities have you seen, do you see in you? Yes, sir. Um, I don't know. I just see me. Just Marcus. That's it. Just I'm, I'm sorry? Just me, just Marcus. That's all I see. Just one? Yeah. That's all you see? Yeah. Amazing. Are you paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hermes, how many did you tell me you had? <laughs> Ten. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, two. And your two, are you able to say your two? Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, that identity, that kind of, you know, that voice that you hear in your head and kind of like you identify. I identified as me, but I know now it's not me. So there's that, and then there's the not that. What does that mean? Not that you know the one the uh, the one that doesn't identify with it. Oh. So I think I believe that's the real identity. That's the real me. So you only have two. Yeah. Wow. So many people only have two. Interesting. The one thing I will say, I do notice. I've always noticed this is that people tend to get into things, and then when you see them, whatever they're into, they literally take on like the physical attributes of that thing, right? Right. Like you see people that are like if they're a fighter or whatever. They become that thing, right? Yeah. I never wanted to be that, but I know that a lot of people tend to, whatever they're into, it's like that physical thing is like a manifestation of not only the inner, but you also see the physical attributes changing. So I have okay. seen that, you know, over the years in people. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. How many you have that? No, that's interesting. This one. <laughs> I don't know really how many I have. Um, I just have to say I don't know. But to go off what he just mentioned, when I was sick a couple of weeks ago, I did realize that one of the things that I do, I've taken on that personality. Of being sick? No, no. Of I teach people to, I train people, right? So I took on that personality in a way and became that type of person. Whereas really, I'm just kind of a silly, make jokes person. But in in that life, you know, you're you're very stoic. You're very stern. You're very, and I I realized that I took that on. Um, but I don't. After I saw that, I don't know that I saw any other. I haven't seen any other identities since then. So I'd have to say I don't know. Okay, interesting. Yes. This is such a good question. And the answers are mind-blowing. Amazing answers. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about the biblical yeah. question this week, too. And I came up with one. You have one identity. Mm-hmm. And what, are you able to say what that is? Yeah. Okay. Just life. Life? Just life. Oh, okay. Just a life. Just a human being. Um, I was thinking that 
everything else that I thought would be an identity, like everybody was saying, your work or a mom, those are more like descriptive titles, but that's not who I am. I'm just life. Okay. Amazing. Uh, right here. Oh, then I come to you, Raymond. Let me go here. How many identities, if any, you notice in yourself so far? Uh, that's a tough one. I, I used to think one, but now I kind of think it's just zero. You, you don't have any identity? Well, I mean, I have the one identity that people perceive, but what people perceive of me is they don't really know everything about me. Only I know everything about me. Yeah. And it's kind of like when I try to think about myself, I try to learn about myself. I really don't know myself, you know? So I kind of say zero. Oh, okay. Zero. Yeah. It's Jesus Junior. <laughs> you know I just say zero. Whatever personality, like every day you change all the time. You know, people change, yeah. people learn more things and they become a different person. So I don't know if this is my final identity or if I'll have another one. So I just say I just stay open to having no identity at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. How many do you have? Um like three. Three? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what are your three, if you can say? I think I have, like, I guess identity is, like, personality, like how you act with others. So I think it would be, like, I have, like, two groups of friends, and I act differently with them. And yeah. then I guess the third one would be myself. Like, I act differently with other people, and I just am different. And, and, and why do you do that? Um, I don't know. It just feels like I have more fun if I act way, one way. With one group of friends versus the other, it's, yeah. it just feels right doing that. You like being that way? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine because it feels better if I act one way with one group of friends. So you like having to switch according to the crowd? I mean, I think it's fine. Yeah. You know? It doesn't get that hectic, not anymore. Which is better, to not have to switch or to have to switch? I guess not having to switch. I could just stay that person the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So you have three. You're one with you. How are you with you? It's just me, how I am by myself, or just just anyone. Like right. no one special. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. How many do you have? I guess the good two, but I remember. I mean, thinking about it all week, I yeah, I see how I had a lot of different ones. Just like what he said, different crowds: the biker guys, the street guys, the, yeah. the work. You know, talk proper. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you do kind of switch it around just to kind of flow through the through the little session. You know, but, yeah, yeah. As life, it it's tiring. You know, it is. Switch it around, keep up on it, stay on your toes, and be yeah. quick with your, you know, responses. But it's a lot, a lot easier now for me to just realize I don't have to really make the world like me anymore. You know? That's right. Just live Amazing. it. Amazing. Absolutely, man. Yes, Raymond. And then I'm going to have to start winding down. How many do you have, Raymond? To the best of my knowledge, I only have one identity. And that identity is reality. Amazing. 
to the best of my knowledge. Interesting. How many you have, Chris? Just the one. And, and what is that? What identity is that? The one bestowed upon me by God. <laughs> Doesn't that sound holy? <laughs> oh, yeah. He is Jesus Jr., yeah. Okay. Right here. And then here in, this, in the white shirt. How many identities I have? Yeah. So more than I could count. Probably. Yeah. And and how do you know that? Uh, just because um, I just see it just from day to day, kind of mm-hmm. like how everybody else says, the, the way I interact with people. Yeah. Uh, the things that are, are important to me. Uh, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're listening to music. You you hear you know a certain, you know you hear Spanish music or certain Mexican music. You feel like a Mexican. <laughs> then you, you know, then you turn on, then you turn on the rap, and you feel, you know, you feel a little hood or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like, uh, you know, it's it's everywhere. I don't know. That's that's the way I see it. Right on. Like you could see it. It's like everywhere. Amazing. <laughs> right on. Yeah. How, how many do you have? Hey Jesse, I hadn't thought about it that much. I was I listened last week, but I didn't catch the whole show on, on the radio, but. Uh, uh, I like a lot of people. People have perceptions of, of me, like I have perceptions of them. And yeah. for a long time, I uh, I tried to manage those perceptions. You know, I guess you would call that, you know, trying to develop an identity. And I had several. Um, I would say, within uh, the workplace, I had one. Within uh, church, I had another. Uh, within my family, my marriage, I had a different one. And yeah. uh, as I uh, you know, God revealed to me that ultimately the only thing that matters is uh, if my identity is uh, similar to Christ, aligned with him. And so as I started to understand that that's what God wanted for me, uh, I started to only try to act like Christ in all of those areas. And and, uh, I ended up leaving uh, the corporate world. My wife ended up leaving me. I ended ended up leaving the church. Uh, that I was involved in for uh, a long time. And uh, that's the price that we have to be willing to pay if yeah. we want to be like Jesus. Amazing. Uh, Anchor Baby. Yep. What's up? How many do you have? Eh, probably <laughs> a few somewhere there. Probably a few somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I said on the show. I was just, I was just remarking on the show how um, when I reflect on my life, and I look at the person I was, you know, not even that long ago, all the things that identities and stuff that I overcame. So who knows what I'll overcome tomorrow, right? Because I, there's things you're not even aware of, right? Yeah. Believe so, and so the things that I even know now, I mature to a deeper level that I didn't even know before. Like This is what I was saying on the show. Like, um, you know, we talk about here, forgiveness, anger, or all thoughts are lies, right? You're sure I know that. But I'm coming into even deeper and deeper understanding of those things. And so, so when, too is that with myself. When I, when I call upon you right now, Anchor Baby, what did, you, did you feel a little shyness a little bit? No. A little nervousness? Nope. You felt? I'm used to that. I mean, we're here at Terry. I, I do this all the time now. Oh, okay. So the smile is real? And yes. the anxiousness is real? The anxiousness? I mean, the nervousness, shy like. I'm not shy right now. Oh, okay. Amazing. Hey. How many do you have? Come on, man. (laughs) 
I'm not, sh- I'm not sure how many I have. You have so many? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. Uh, oh, you're not sure how many? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Have you noticed that you have different identities in you? So basically, I'd, I'd have an. I used to be a Sunday saint, and I'd have an identity at church. Yeah, I've had. I have an identity. I've had an identity with my friends. Um, I had an identity in the crypto space. I had an identity um, when I wanted to make music, um, and now I even have an identity with. You know, I'm really obsessed with a, a new diet that I'm going on, and I'm trying to kill that identity and just, you know, not make it too much a part of myself. Yeah. And like others have said, um, try to identify as, as well as I can with Christ. Um, every time, you know, I conform to a something, you know, in the group chat about my friends, um, every time I conform and just not voice my opinion, I feel like I... I let them identify, I let them attach an identity to me, um, so I'm trying to lose that way about me. Um, so yeah, I have many identities, and slowly, slowly coming to one, but... Nice, yeah. nice. How many do you have? What's her name? Oh, me. Priya. What? Priya. Um, Priya. How I many do you have? I don't know, I, I can't figure it out, it's oh. too many. Yeah. Shane all the time, so... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have to ask him how many. <laughs> how many would you say about a thousand or so? <laughs> no. I change all the time. I don't know. You change all the time. Yeah, I I can't figure out how many I have. How do you deal with all those identities in her? <clears throat> Not being too attached to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Not being too attached to it, and not listening sometimes, like you said. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many do you have? Yeah. Uh, um, I try to have as little as possible. As some people said, I, I like to embrace the ones that are real, and I try not to find ones that are fake. Like, so many people today try to, like, are, like, looking for who they are, you know, and they're left with the pitiful question of, who am I? Yeah. Whereas God says to Moses, I am that I am, which is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say, like, I am the things that I am, and I can't change them. Like, I'm not going to elevate myself above reality. I'm instead going to embrace reality. How many do your girlfriend have? Um, honestly, just a few. <laughs> How many do you have? I guess a few. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. Yes, ma'am. How many you have? Um, well, I also think it's a trick question. A but, trick question. Um, yeah, but okay. I was thinking about it all week, and it kind of like a follow up question that I asked to kind of make it not a trick question yeah. was like, "Who are you?" Instead of saying like putting a number, because I'm like, I don't know, but, like, "Who are you?" And um, so I feel like it's one, but I feel like you have your like one identity and all your false identity is kind of what I'm I am thinking of people uh, from what everyone's saying. Um, Do but you have I, a number of false identities? Not a number, just everything that I'm not is a false identity. Oh, okay. Um, but when I ask myself, who am I, I or my one identity, I would say, if you had to put a number, um, would just be, what was I going to say? Um, like, get, or doing the right thing, which means not judging others or myself, 
and also getting to know myself. And what I did kind of realize that I've been, um, you know, trying to just stick with the prayer is that through, like, becoming a person of prayer, that's the only way that I'm going to get to know myself because I've really been trying to know myself. And I feel like that's literally the only way is to, like, um, is through prayer. Okay. Amazing. Um, how many do you have, sir? Identities. I haven't thought about it, but you I haven't. think in different uh, different settings, like th- when when we when you're with your family, I think it's different compared to when you're uh, at work or you're with your friends. So I think I haven't thought about it a lot, but I mean. Probably I should think about it, and then next time I'll answer it a little better. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Do you think that God is the same with everybody in every situation all the time and about anything, or do you think he changed according to the environment? I think for God, I think you should treat everyone the same. And so if we are sons of God and, and daughters of God, will we be the same always with everybody through any situation? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. How many you law? How many you have? Uh. <laughs> What's the Lord for? <laughs> um, I think at least two. At least two. Yeah, I, I've, I've been reflecting on it uh, since you know throughout the week because I uh, when I so like when I really get into the silent prayer and I and I really try to um, commit to that connection. And I, like, I think about like that's like I feel like that's the real identity, and then I, then there's like the world identity that I kind of utilize just to get through the world. You know what I mean? So like work, just people, friends, all that stuff, even family. It's not. I don't really feel that much of a connection to that identity versus the one I really do when I'm focused on the silent prayer and really trying to have that communion with God. Um, so at, at least two. <laughs> at least two. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. TJ, did you tell me how many you have? When you asked me, I said I don't know, and I oh. still don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody's convinced <laughs> me otherwise. All right. How many you have? Zero. Zero? Yeah, I no. just, you know, I've, I just am. Okay. And then everything else is just a behavior or a relationship. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir, you want to say you have how many? And then right here, then I got to in it. Yes. Um, I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm pretty much me, just one. But I, it, it's like one and a half where it will, like, <laughs> it, will it will veer a little depending on what people I'm with and yeah. family and that sort of thing. Word about the future that doesn't exist is that an identity? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Word about the past that doesn't exist is that an identity? Less so, less so, but... Is that another half? Another half, half, so three. We'll get to three. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Yes, sir. So I had a question. So people change when they're talking to different people. Is that just, like, changing your communication, or is that an actual identity? An identity. It's an identity? Yeah. Okay. God doesn't change when he talks to people. Okay. So you either identify with God, the light, or darkness, right? Uh-huh. And what I want to say in closing because of the time, 
anyone that's shy, anyone that has fear, anyone that makes a phone call and you really have nothing to say, it just pop in your mind, call Lizzie. And you haven't have nothing to say to Lizzie. And when you hang out, you wonder, why did I call Lizzie? Anyone that cannot live alone, you can't stand alone. Anyone that give fake smiles when you really don't feel like smiling. But you, you think, oh, if I don't smile back, then they're going to hate me or they're going to think I'm mean. Anyone that has doubt or worry or insecurity. Anyone that reacts to another person or, or anything. Anyone that tries to hold on to anything, period. Anything or anyone. Anyone that, uh, if I say come up here and give a talk, and you get all nervous and shy and worried about what, you know, how you're going to look and, and blah, blah, blah. All those are identities and much, much more. And you're not going to see them until I like to think of the ego like a building collapsing. Uh, when that ego is collapsing, you're going to see all these identities that you've been identifying with. With the preachers, with the Bible, with the uh, mu- music, that's what I'm saying. With the, the way you dress, you can put on nice clothes and feel nice. And you can have on awful clothes and feel awful, what you call awful, right? You can... I mean, you have more than what you realize. Y'all don't, you just don't see how many you have. Nobody in the room has two. Really. When that ego is collapsing, you're going to see. If you worry about what people think about you, if you worry about putting on a false impression, really, if you just can't be yourself at all times, you switch according to the environment. Those are identities. You identify with those things. The beauty about the light, because as the wall collapses, the light gets brighter. And the light is the Father, right? God. And in Him, there is no identity. It just, as someone just said, it just is. You know, you walk by the light, you live by the light, you, your talents by the light, you do your thing by the light, but, but you're not identified with any of it. You're just able to see. And because identity is the ego in operation, you got to put yourself next to something to feel something about yourself. In him, there, there are no feelings. In him, there is no lost or loss. I'm telling you, it just is. And that's why I want to encourage you, you got to let the ego die. You got to live through that desperate, uh, depressive, fearful, insecure mode. You got to let that happen so you can rise. You got to go down in the depths of hell. Hell must die, and then you shall be born. You shall rise. And then you just live by the light. And then every, the way that Satan has been controlling you, making you feel and think, God will guide you, but it'll be in the light. It really will. And you will have an amazing life. An amazing life. But you got to let the ego die. They're not you. Because that ego is attached to more than you think that it is. It's crazy. It's so crazy. You can't see yourself. Only the light can let you see the not you. But you got to let the not you die. You got to be. What was that word I asked last week? Despair. Despair. 
you have to let despair happen and stop protecting it because you're protecting the nature of Satan. You have to let despair happen. And it feels like death, feels like you're dying, and it is a death, but it's not you death. And then God said, in order to live, we must die. That ego must die. If you're afraid to be honest with someone without resenting them or how they're going to take it, if they, if they accept it, fine. If they don't, fine. It's up to them. But you'll be like, you're being honest. You just, because you love and you want, to, want them to return to love too. All right? But you got so many identi- identities, you don't realize it. And so don't try to make yourself change identities. As you're seeking, keep your eyes on yourself, watch. It's going to happen. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. You've got to be all in. You've got to let despair happen and stop going to the doctor and getting an anti-medication. Now, it's up to you to do that. I'm not a doctor, so I can tell you, but if you're unwilling to go through despair, you're going to be reaching out to something or someone. And you're going to take on identities. And you're going to have a fake love. Most people don't believe that you can live free in this earth. You can. As I said last Sunday, the world is not going to change. But you can live in the world and you can change. Because the world is going to it's getting worse and not getting better. And it's not the world, it's the people of the world. Because they're not paying attention to themselves. They're not overcoming. They're not forgiving they, are not, they don't want to change. So they have no other choice but to make things worse. But if you overcome, you'll be fine. God will take care of us. But he can't take care of you as long as you love Satan. And when you protect those identities, you're worshiping Satan. That's why you're protecting the identities. Satan is your God. But when you just let it happen, God will become your God. All right. Anybody disagree with that? Any quick question about that? Yes, sir. Quick question. So, could, could you necessarily? <clears throat> um, could you? Uh, so, could you necessarily? Could you act differently, but without like identifying with it? Like you just, you just, you know what I mean? You just happen to act differently. Give me. Like, I don't know. Give me an example. Uh, you like you know how sometimes like how people kind of like tell white lies and stuff because it's not. It maybe it may not be appropriate to. You know what I mean? to kind of tell somebody certain things, like your boss or something like that, right? Right. Or, you know, stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, in that case, you kind of do kind of put up a front, right? Cause you're kind you of don't like, have to put up a front, but it doesn't have to be said. If it's not the right time to say it right. or do it, then just don't say it. Right. Or don't do it. You don't have to change ways because there's a time to speak and a time to be quiet. There's a time to endure, there's a time to not. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you're walking in the light, the perfect timing will happen. Right, yeah. Because I just think of, like, randomly, too, <laughs> I don't want to get into another <laughs> thing, but I just think of, like, uh, like I don't know how everybody was talking right now. I just think about, like, uh, I, I was just thinking about this this week, um, just reflecting, like, like, when my mom, like, when she would get, like, a phone call, like, from somebody, and she doesn't want to tell them, like, hey, you know, I got to go right now. She would like make something up, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, oh, I gotta go do this or I gotta go do that. Cause he just would lie because, to him. 
Yeah, lie to them pretty much because you don't want to be honest, kind of, you know, with the person. That's so the you, identity, which you put up a front. Right, yeah. It's exactly. a false image. When she can't say, I don't want to say, or I got to go. Right. Not your business. Yeah. You don't have to tell them. Right, yeah, exactly. You don't have to change who you are just to say, yeah. it ain't nobody's business. I got a phone call. I got to go. Bye. Right, yeah. So I don't know if that necessarily applies to what we were talking about, but. Yeah, it's a form of, of identity. Yeah, kind of like an identity yeah. that you put up. That's a really good question. And a good example. Okay. A really good example. Cool. And a lot of people have identity. They 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 lie to one another. They try to hurt one another. Yeah. All in the name of Jesus, right? They don't know that they have this false identity. So if your mother, if you get a phone call and you're right. at a party, everybody yeah. having fun, <laughs> and you're the life of the party, right? Yeah. And somebody calls and you need to run. You say, hey, I got to go. Where are you going? Tell me where you going. You don't have to say. Right, yeah. And I noticed that, like, in myself, that I, like... Like, you know, I don't know if it necessarily comes from my mom or from, you know, just from people, but I notice that in myself that I kind of, uh, it's like I reject something inside of me to kind of, and I put something up, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that people, to not be honest or be straight up with somebody. That's that false image that you are putting on. Yeah. It's really with you. When you overcome that, man, you can be yourself no matter what. And you're not worried about hurting feelings or not hurting feelings. And... And, and you will be able to not speak when you don't have when it's not the right time. Right. Yeah. You need to wait, and if somebody think, "Oh, you're being weak," or whatever, it right. won't bother you. You don't. You won't feel like you have to say something. You won't. You that's have right. To speak. Absolutely. That's Got amazing. It. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, um, is there a way to describe yourself? Like, if so, if you have once you're in the light and you're and you're um, because you. Kind of like how he was saying, um, he can't really describe himself because he's always different. Like, but it's not because he's changing to fit anything. It's just because different. But he like, is changing. That's why he's different. God never okay. changes. Okay. So okay. Let and me, read, let me God doesn't change. There's no identity. And it's like what he was saying. No identity. So okay. if you don't have any identity, there wouldn't be a reason to change, or you can't change. So does you that only mean- change when you have. Identity, where you see yourself in certain ways or try to make yourself appear a certain way. Okay, so, uh, so I would, I like, I would describe you as funny. Is that part of your identity? Like, is that like consistent behavior? Is that I an identity? I am funny without even trying, man. I don't know where that comes oh, from. Okay. <laughs> really. Sometimes I wonder, where is that funny? Yeah, really. But I don't identify. You know, if, I, I sing, right? If someone tell me to sing a song, uh-huh. I can't sing it. You, you heard yeah. of that? Oh, they'll call on the show, sing a song for me. Yeah. Like I'm a monkey or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't dance and sing just because they throw the peanuts out. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It has to. It, it happened naturally. Okay. Absolutely, man. Okay. So my question, I guess, would be, could you describe yourself? I or can't. Know, like, no. Yeah, okay. I really can't. I do know the ego is dying. Mm. That's how I'm discovering all this stuff. Because okay. I didn't realize how many identities were there and how much so much was there, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I see it now, it's gone because he takes it away. I'm glad to see it. Right. I'm not trying to hold on to anything. And so that's how I'm discovering this stuff. Okay. And, and I've been doing it for 32 years, so y'all be patient, all right? <laughs> it doesn't seem to happen overnight. You wake up just like that, but then the, the ego starts to slowly but surely die. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Okay. And being an actor... Being an actor, you would be amazing if you just didn't identify with anything. Right. But just went there and be yourself, 
learn the script or whatever, mm-hmm. and just be it. It'll blow your mind. Okay. Not worried about, am I doing a good job? Yeah, that, that's the struggle that I have. Yeah. Am I doing a good job? What do they think about it? What do they want me to say or do now? If you didn't get into all that because you're in darkness and it's blinding you, but if you just live in the light and just be the, do the scripting, you get all the awards <laughs> all right. and you have peace. Got you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, sir. And then I give you, and nobody ever raise your hand. No. Okay, I'll come to you right now. Uh, I want to ask. Um, I, I was I was reading something one time. Um, I forget what I was reading, but it, it was saying how when we die, they tell us to go into the light, but that that light is actually the moon, and it's so our souls can pass through the moon and bring us back into a body here, like lower frequency on Earth. And so, I, so I want I wanted to ask you, uh, like. Like even Daniel, when he was in the lines, then it's like people when they're in the darkness they panic, but even when when like I meditate, like there's stars in my vision, but it's mostly dark, and so in a way is it like I, I feel like everything is everything. Even like the woman is dark entity and the man is light entity, but you have to fuse them in order to make a life. So in a way, is darkness also light? That's that's what I wanted to ask. No. <clears throat> no. Uh-uh. Darkness is darkness, mm-hmm. and the darkness hate the light. Yeah. And so, no, I don't know about all the other stuff you said about fusing all together, and, mm-hmm. and all, I, if if I were you, I wouldn't be into all that. Yeah. I would keep it simple and keep your eyes okay. on what's happening in you, and God will show you what you need to see. He really will. Okay. And if you have questions about things, there's nothing wrong with having questions about well, yeah, things. Yeah, I just right? want to ask. But He will show you. Okay. Right. But don't let Satan, if you don't know for sure, don't let Satan make up an image or an idea and give you a false truth about that. Okay. It's best to just, if you don't know, you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Good question, though, but uh-huh. I, I have no idea. Um, how you doing? Uh-huh. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. You doing well? Yeah. So is he alpha or beta now? He's pretty alpha. You like yeah. that better? The what? You like him better as an alpha or beta? Is that even a question? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like him better as an alpha male or beta male? Alpha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you have you overcome your anger? No. You're not. not? And why not? Mm. Sometimes I feel like I haven't really forgiven my mother. Did you go to her and forget and and, and told her you're sorry for resenting her? Um when I first started coming here I did. I talked to both of my parents, but right. Um, I still allow my mother to strike fear in me and yeah. judgment in me. Um, what would happen if you told her to back down and give her the finger? I have, yeah. I almost got kicked out a few times, and like I did what I needed to yeah. do. Uh, Are you doing the silent prayer mm-hmm. every every morning, every night? Mm-hmm. I, oh, okay. I didn't do it this morning, but I've okay. been I've been a lot better about it. But let me ask, uh, because of time, I want you to do this. Doubt every thought about your mother mm. or about you. Just see what's happening. Deal with it right then and know that all thoughts are all lies all the time and interchange. You'll find yourself dealing with her perfectly. Right. But just don't fall. When you see her being the way she is or whatever it is that, that bring on the anger or whatever, mm. just let that pass. Be happy for it and let it pass. Yeah. All right? Mm. And you'll see that otherwise she will have no control over you at all. The light would change it. The fact that you can see that she's making you angry a little bit, 
You're overreacting. That's another thing. You got to stop overreacting to anything. You got, every time you overreact, you become weaker. Be still and know God. You will see that he'll help you through it. But you got to stop overreacting. No matter what. Don't overreact. And that thing going to want to make you overreact. It feels like you just got to say something or do something, right? You don't. That's not you trying to convince you to do something or say something. That's it. God would take care of it. All right? Well, just let the anger go. I mean, just watch it. Yeah. Don't try to force it. And it'll change. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Yes, sir. Last word. So I just wanted to say, like, a part of killing the ego, um, if you don't kill the ego and you don't um, try to limit those identities, you're going to block a lot of people in your life from hearing the true gospel and the truth. Um, that's one thing that I've, I've kind of figured out. Um, I've blocked a lot of people's blessings when I've known better, um, but I've tried to identify with things of the world. Um, and I've done irreversible damage to some people in my life that I, it will now be harder, a lot harder, because I didn't kill the identity earlier on, and I led this false identity, and then people would look up to me when I wasn't following God, so now I have to work maybe ten times more hard to, um, let them know, uh, hey, you know, this is what's really true, this is the truth about me and who I am. And um, so I just wanted to say that killing the ego, uh, you got to kill your ego, or you're going to block. How how do you kill the ego? Well, you gotta you gotta just let your ego go, uh, essentially. Um, well, like it, not having attachments to the world is is right. I guess. But what my, you don't know is that you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Right, but you don't have to go back and say anything to anyone, right? Well, because if people were truly seeking God, there's nothing you can do or say to make them lose that. Right, but you can lead by example. Uh, I know, but but you can't do it until you're of the light, right? Right. And and whatever people perception of you, that's on them, not you. Right. And then you don't want anyone to look up to you. Right, but when I was in the world and acting how the world would influence me to act, I did that. You're, but that's you not your fault I'm, either. It's not my fault. No. Right? Oh, I would say it is. You know, I feel like there's a fault in you're me not responsible I, for any other person. I know that, but I'm responsible for how I act, and it did irreversible damage. But you couldn't damages. help yourself because you were of the darkness, and so you weren't even charged. Well, I was. I was raised. I was raised very Christian, and and that's the problem. Well, I, I think it wasn't the problem. I think it, listening to other people saying, "Oh, you were raised that way, so you believe that way," and then branching out to researching other religions and. And thinking that because I was born that way, that was my, you know, that was my identity because of that. But it really I wish it wasn't. that I have more time. I'm telling you, you can't raise a child to be a Christian. Right. It's the light of the father that caused that to happen. Well, you can, but you, you, you and, do not agree that you can't lead by example? Well, when you, if you truly have overcome the ego, the light would be the example. Right. And the kids would follow the way that you as an adult follow Christ. Right. The kids will follow the father and the mother in the same way without you having to teach them or even trying to be an example. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. Of ourselves, we know nothing. Right. And so our parents, the reason they screw us up is because they try to be Christians and they try to teach us and they put on this fake thing 
and kids can see that because it's spirit to spirit. They see it's all fake. Right. And so they become angry anyway. Right. But if they were truly of the light, it would be real and the kids would stay on track naturally. And then as when they become adults, they can go off with God on their own. Well, I agree with that, but there's so much in the outside world now, uh, especially with technology and just outside influence. We're letting the state raise our children. Well, we should fight, deal with the political stuff that all this mess is happening. You're supposed to protect your parents, your children, right? Right. You're right about that, but you got to still be a perfect example because you may keep them from the computer, but they don't hate you anyway. Right. Because your spirit is not right. Right. And so they'll become a, a drum major or something. Right. <laughs> something, you know, because they're running away from you because your spirit is not of God. Right. But I would say my parents, I would say, uh, you know, who I looked up to go- growing up was my grandfather, which he is very aligned with the Lord. Your, and, your you grandfather know, is? Oh, yes. He, he's completely aligned with the Lord. Why uh, did he, he keep you away from your mother then? Well, because I don't think that was his job. I think it was my parents' job to raise me. He did, taught me. He taught me a lot that helped me uh, become the individual that I am today. But right. did you tell him your father? I mean, your mother was spoiling you. Yeah, did yeah. I told her to, to back him. down. What? What's that? Did no, he. Tell? Yeah, he would tell her things oh, like good. that for sure. For That's sure. what grandfathers do. Oh, for sure. For right sure. on. He he will always tell the my truth. My grandfather was tough like that too. Yeah, and he's removed from all situations. Right uh, on. And so that's I learned from him pretty much. Nice. Yeah. Good, man. Yeah. Amazing. I am so out of time, and now I'll be talked about by a couple of people on my staff. I went over today. Uh, don't forget, uh, let me see. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay with the prayer. Stay on that straight and narrow path no matter what. And the ego, would, it will collapse if you let it. Do not try to hold on to it. Everything that's happening in your life, situations and things, that's for you to see that you're holding on to that ego. If you even crunch a little bit, you hold on to the ego. But if you feel the pain, let it pass. You overcome the ego. So let life happen, all right? Do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. And you will become an individual again, all right? We have counseling, best counseling service on this side of heaven. Uh, so if you want counseling, call the office or go on the line there, rebuildingaman.com. Also, Women's Forum this, this Thursday, right? Ladies form this Thursday, every Thursday, Thursday night for ladies only. And ladies, we have, come out Thursday night if you can. Every Thursday, Thursday night for ladies only at 7 p.m. Uh, if you can make it. Amazing meeting. All right. Uh, thank you for your support. We'll do the D, uh, Super Chats and D-Lives tomorrow. And uh, thank you. But you got you to gotta turn away from the crowd, folks. You got to be willing to stand alone. Otherwise, you identify with the crowd. You're not going to make it. All right? Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. Amazing. <laughs>